Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, there's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. everybody happy friday to you august 4th 2023 you're listening to kentucky roll call here on big x radio 96.1 fm 1450 am tj walker nick roush and justin kalen we made it to the end of the week a week that went by the way that i saw it but maybe it wasn't as fast for you i don't know nick roush how are you good morning to you Morning, morning. Well, I'm in the Lexington KY. The sun is starting to come up. The fog is going away. It was a very, very foggy early morning drive, and um, I think uh, I think my kids knew that too because they just both of them were waking me up all night. So, uh, yeah, double dose of coffee this morning to get ready for Kentucky Football Media Day that kicks off at 10 a.m. over at Kroger Field. Very exciting stuff. That will be a good time. Feels like more in the past UK football media days have been a bigger deal. I was thinking about that before we came on the air today. Maybe those are just ones that have like quarterback controversies or position controversies. This one doesn't seem as I'm excited for it. And it's just another sign that we're getting closer to football season, but there's not like any one thing I'm dying to hear. They we're not yeah, waiting on pins yeah. and needles for any piece of news or anything like that. So that feels a little different, but I don't, I don't hate that either. I'm just uh, – no news on media day is usually good news. Sometimes you'll get, like, key injuries or something like that, Roush. So uh, I feel like things are a little quiet. I'm not mad about that, but it is another sign we are just a step closer to football. I know that's got scoots all revved up. Oh, yeah. It's got to. Hellcat Scoots, yeah. right? You guys They're know always it. revved up. You all know it. I was actually telling Gil last night that it sucks being one of the few people in the country that just doesn't get fired up for college football. I, I, just, I just, I don't know. I don't understand it. Like, it, it, it doesn't have to football, be. but not college football? Well, I mean, have to be that way. Roush, you, you've got to put yourself in my shoes. I've been an Indiana fan my whole life, so I'm, I've just been used to seeing like four or five wins. Every year, so the, I mean, I guess that's the reason why I just don't ever get pumped for college football. Overall, I just don't, I don't really care about it as a whole. Like when it, it's cool if we get like a number one versus number two matchup, yeah, that's always exciting. But uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I just I'm not a big college football guy. 
Yeah, I mean, you act like Kentucky football fans are in such a different place. I mean, they are now. Well, yeah, now they are, for sure. Where, you know, it was, I had season tickets. Or my family had season tickets to a lot of two win seasons. I guess so. I guess for Kentucky, there's like the there's that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, you know. Whereas Indiana, they're not even on the rainbow. They're still below the ground trying to make that rainbow and get to that pot of gold. And it just it doesn't seem likely that that's going to happen. So yeah, I understand Kentucky fans being in a different mindset now because I mean they've seen success over the last couple of years. Is the gambling doesn't even do it for you, like uh, no, because the, I mean, if I if I look at my gambling as a whole across the f- sports, all the sports that I bet, no, college football by far my worst, not even close. Oh, wow. oh man, and I guess that's, that's just because I don't have an understanding of it. Like I don't know the inner workings of a lot of teams, like a lot of people do, and conferences and whatnot. So I, I'm I admittedly, when I'm betting on college football, it's just blind betting, spraying and praying, hoping for the best. Oh my heavens! Oh no, Scoots! Yep, that's what I do. Whoa, an ambulance noise in Lexington? I guess some things really don't ever change, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a. They're building this apartment building. I'm outside, by the way, because when I we don't have a thermostat actually in our office, you have to go through a restaurant to turn it in. And I'm I'm not exaggerating here. I mean, it is 50 degrees tops inside that refrigerator upstairs. So I'm like, you know what? I got to I gotta be outside for this. I can't just be shivering uh, throughout this show. Um, but yeah, they've been building this apartment complex uh, right here on the corner of Broadway and Virginia Avenue as another siren goes by. And the last time I was here, I don't even think they had framed the actual towers. And now they're putting bricks on the outside of it. So just a constant construction zone around here, uh, particularly for housing, which the weirdest part of it all, TJ, I'm, I'm worried State Street is just n- no longer going to be student housing. They're just, they're building, they've been tearing down houses and expanding hospitals. I don't know if, I don't know if anything's going to be left of it. Is, is the legend of Cade Allen State going to, to die uh, in Lexington, Kentucky? Yeah, who you know? Who cares if the the show sounds like crap as long as little Roushy isn't cold sitting inside the ice cold office in the middle of December, sitting in the cold office. I mean, have to go outside to do the radio I'm, show. I'm, I'm prepared the for a 90 degree day, not a 50 degree uh, office. Should have brought a hoodie. Yeah. Well, I, you you don't usually wear hoodies in August, Scoots. I I don't know about you, but. Uh, Oh, you always typically I do just in case. Or maybe a maybe a long sleeve T-shirt or a light jacket potentially. <laughs> uh, they, but they're they're encroaching into those state university contests. They were starting to do some of that when even I was there. Uh, but hopefully they wouldn't go the entire way, right? They're probably just taking out probably you know the first eight houses on the street. I, yeah, I think they would go. They've taken out at least three, so I think. Um, what's the what's the road that cuts through? Is that University or something like that? No, Elizabeth. Yes, I I have a feeling they're just ending up going all the way to there because I think there's only maybe one house left on one side of the street on Elizabeth, if that. So, um, yeah, they are just just creeping in, just to creep yeah. in. I mean, the students are gonna have to go somewhere though. If you take away that little student neighborhood, another student neighborhood's just gonna pop up somewhere else. Well, that's it's going to get more people over to the Chevy Chase side, which there's already obviously plenty of students over there. But 
you don't you don't want the Chevy Chase side to turn into no, the, the student you neighborhood. You really don't. The uh, thing that I would worry, well, I don't want to say worry about, but they're moving away from houses and into apartments, and it's just it's more fun to communal living. Like you, know, there's only so many times you can do that. So I, I enjoyed. I mean, I got my dog in a house. I was one of nine people. Like I, that's just how I rolled. So I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't think you get the the same experience living in uh, a nice brand new apartment. Apartments are just kind of boring too, you know? Yeah. Cookie cutter. It's like, Oh, here's our nice things. It's like, yeah, where's the personality? The panache. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Well, this is UK football media day. Roush is going to be there. It's a bummer. Classic KRC curse. You know, if there is any news, we're going to be off the air when it happens, but we'll be sure to talk about it on Monday. You can bet your butts on that. But in the meantime, UK did get new uniforms. Which Roush flat out said it, folks. We, we don't pride ourselves on a news-breaking radio show. We'll have some inside info here or there. Uh, majority of the time coming from Roush. But usually it's just like we take the news and just the average UK fan. We just talk about it because we are the average UK fan. Starting to sound like Tommy Boy with the brake pads. But... Great movie. That was great. I like that. But every now and then, Roush will get some inside scoop, and we become a news-breaking show. Roush told you these jerseys were coming, folks. UK told you they were coming about eight months ago. But Roush told you, media day, I think we're going to see some new threads. And then we didn't even have to wait till media day, actually. They released it last night. Nick Roush, what do you think of them? Um, I, are we getting white ones, too, or just new blue ones? Uh, I don't the new anthracite one like what? what that's, a good, that's a good question. Just I, saw I the mean, blue. Just saw the blue. <laughs> and I don't mind them, you know. Uh, I really, I actually really like. I mean, this is an old man thing of me, but I do appreciate adding numbers to the shoulders, um, like just easier to identify. I think less is more for the most part. I, I do. I think I'm okay with the the new wildcat on the sleeves. I think I am. But you know it's gonna it's gonna take a little bit of warming up to to get used to that. Yeah, I think if you're first off, as always, I start any jersey conversation prefacing it by saying I'm easy to please, especially with jerseys, mostly with jerseys. If it's Kentucky and it's got blue and white on it, there's probably pretty good chance that I'm not gonna hate it. You got to get really like weird with something for me to probably have that sort of reaction to it. I didn't hate the checkerboards. I think if I had to pick, I'd probably lean towards the checkerboard sleeve versus the secondary Wildcat logo sleeve. Yeah, but then again, in like the fan jerseys and kid jerseys, the checkerboard sleeves looked really dumb. No, yeah. other, no other word to really describe it. It looked really they, dumb. They, they, they work with shoulder pads because the elastic rolls them up. But when the fans warm, they look like clown shirts because they went, you know, they're down past your elbow. And it's just. They went like your elbow. Much. It was just like, yeah, it was like two feet of material of checkerboard. It did. It just looked a little strange. Well, I think it, these it also just better didn't for the look like the jersey, you know, like it. Correct. It, yeah. It just didn't look like what they wore. Everybody just needed to have their own customized personal jerseys that, like, rode up on their shoulders. Just didn't go past, like, you know, two inches on their shoulder. It'd be really funny to see that. But I think these will look better for, like, fan jerseys, the the secondary Wildcat logo. And I do like that they still have the checkerboard and the collar. Extremely subtle there. 
but I'm glad that they still have it. Love the pants, got no issue with that. Overall, I like the jersey. And then mm-hmm. the secondary logo, I know there's UK fans are pretty, it seems like 50-50 on it. Some hate it, some love it, some dislike it, some like it. Seems like a lot of folks are just somewhere in the middle that, eh, I don't really care for it or I'm not against it. It is what it is. I like it. I wish we'd see it more. I don't know why you'd have a secondary logo and not use it. So at least now it's finally kind of getting some play in a prominent spot on a jersey. But I'm a fan of it. I'm cool with it. A lot of people compare it to Kansas State's logo. Obviously, it's hard not to see the resemblance there. They're also the Wildcats. But Kansas, in a little poll I saw on Twitter, Kansas State, their logo won best logo in the Big 12 in a little Twitter poll contest, which is obviously very scientific and is the end-all, be-all when it comes to logos and marketing and design. So if the if the Kansas State logo is so beloved, and this is similar to the Kansas State logo, then you would think that it would also be enjoyed or at least thought of to look good. I think it looks fine. I, I do see the resemblance to the Kansas State logo, but I think it's different enough. I mean, they are both Wildcats, so when you're going to draw ahead of a Wildcat, there's probably going to be some similarities among Wildcat mascot teams. And if you got it, you may as well use it. So I'm happy that they finally put it somewhere in a prominent spot. Jerseys look good. I'm easy to please. My favorite part is the silver trim around the numbers. I wish they would have done it around the lettering too. But I love – it's such a small little thing. But I love that cool. silver trim around the number. I think it looks amazing. I um, I, I think for me, the, the next time that I'm going to be just super excited about a uniform – it's going to be when they change the stupid logo because the crooked K is just always bothered me. It's just so, it feels very dated, right? Doesn't it feel like something that they did in like 2009 where it's just like, we're going to be in the 21st century and it's going to be, like it just, it just has very much a, when we were in high school kind of feel and look about it. So I don't know, even if they don't go to the power K, which I think, would be most folks' preference, particularly on the helmet. Like a power K on a helmet just looks sharp. Um, I, I'm not going to have overwhelming takes one way or another until that, that thing is gone. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't. I, I like the old one better. It doesn't really bother me where I'm getting, I get worked up about it. It does look a little too close to Houston's logo as well, but it, it is what it is. It, it's fine by me. Um, I, but I grew up with the, the old K. The, the Power K, and then obviously the other UK logo. I've told this story on the radio before, but I one time told on myself, basically, on in high school and nearly got my only jug. I never got detention in high school. The one time that I nearly did was we were doing driver's ed safety class, and people, you had to sign in, because I think you got like a break on your insurance if you took this class before you got your license or something. So my mom was like, you're taking this class. So... Uh, it was a bunch of high school students right after the bell rang at the end of the day. So it was all your friends and buddies and everybody just being super goofy in the class. And the class was like, roll out a video that was, you know, that was, this was still TV on the wheels and whatnot. They'd like roll in the video, the VHS and you'd watch like how to drive safely and not run red lights and stuff like that. But people were writing funny names and some were drawing inappropriate images on the sign in sheet. And I just, Really played it safe, not to like get myself in trouble. Wrote Big Mike on it. Teacher came in, disciplinarian came in, said, hey, these funny names are immature. If you wrote one of these funny names, you need to let me know right now and don't do it again. 
And then sure enough, nobody told on themselves. And he said, well, if nobody's going to own up for these names, then we're just going to have to do it the hard way. Sure enough, I'm in class. I get a little note. says, come meet the disciplinarian. And they say, TJ, we know that you wrote on this sheet. And I said, yeah, I did. I wrote Big Mike on it. I should have fessed up to it. I was kind of nervous in front of everybody. I messed up. I apologize. And he says, well, I appreciate you saying all that. And I said, how'd you know it was me? And he said, because the way you wrote your K in Walker and the K in Big Mike is like the Kentucky K in UK, I figured it had to be you. So I got caught red-handed. Uh, Roush, that's a unique K that you write. You go down the line, and then you do the high one that comes up first, and then the bottom one on the K comes off the high one. A lot of people do the line, and then the Ks kind of connect there at the middle. The old UK one was line, high K goes up, and then low K comes off the high K. It was really pretty, you know? It actually had a little character to it. Ooh, now, yeah. Uh, to the old so now that you're actually now that we're doing this whole song and dance, maybe I do. Maybe I uh, maybe I really don't like the new one. Maybe I'm ready for because the because the the old one just looked like how uh, you know a normal person would write a K. Nobody's like going writing the line down and then jutting straight across and then having a fork come out there. Like it just it looks weird. I don't I don't. I think the new one looks a little too close to almost like an X. You know, the X only thing. I'll give it to you. Well, in that case, maybe we should just go with an X. Oh, and we, oh, you know what we need to do? We need to be just UX, like Twitter, and uh, <laughs> we can play the old uh, Saint X recruitment video. You to the extreme. Great video. Got me, oh, to, man. Got, got me to commit. We got to get an outsider's opinions on the uniforms. Scooter Dingus, your thoughts? I like them. Um but I'm also one of the only people in the world, it seems like, that actually liked the checkerboards. So I'm sad to see the checkerboards go. But yeah, I think overall these look pretty clean. I like I like the silver instead of like the white. Well, the checkerboard still is on the collar. Yeah, I, I did see that. But no, I was I liked the checkerboards down the sides. I was good with. I that. didn't hate it either. I like uh, there's a the the actual gray jerseys they used to have. Maybe I'll put you know what I'll put it on the I'll put it on the Kentucky Roll Call Instagram story so you all can see what I'm talking about. But the the old actual gray that they had, not the anthracite, but there was this combo they'd wear that was blue helmets, kind of like the shiny blue helmets, the actual gray, not the anthracite, and then blue pants, and then the blue checkerboard on the sleeve scoots. It would really really pop. I'm gonna actually go put that on the Instagram here in the next two or three minutes. So I agree with you. I, was, I also. Kind of like the checkerboard on the football jerseys, on the sleeves. I thought it looked good. Didn't look good in the fan jerseys, like we said. But all right, Scoots gives it a passing grade. That's all we needed to hear, Rush. I do, I do give it a passing grade. But I feel like this is my annual time to gripe about the logo. Freaking hate the logo. Never, I'll never come off that. <laughs> I freaking hate that logo. The UK logo, or yeah, the Wildcat logo. The, the Wildcat. I think it's honestly the worst thing that Kentucky's ever had at their disposal. I hate oh, it. You don't. You don't need to be do hot take just for hot take. No, I mean I. I, I literally say this. I feel like every single year on this show, I, I. I cannot stand that wildcat. Is it a little too ferocious for you? You scared it's just gonna. No, I mean it's it's exactly it's exactly it's exactly what you talked about. It's just Kansas State. Like I can't see that and not think Kansas State. And Kentucky well, is way too powerful of its own brand to have a logo that looks too similar to somebody else. What if I told you it wasn't Kansas State and it was Kentucky, in fact? 
I don't know. I I noticed it on Kansas State first. They've had it longer. Yeah, but they're di- they're different though. Yeah, I know there's slight differences, but I can't help but look at Kentucky's and think, oh, Kansas State, cool. Do you keep the same energy regarding the name of Big Ten stadiums and arenas? Do you want those to be unique to certain schools? I wish Illinois would get rid of their yeah copycat stadiums. Yeah, bring out the gotcha girls, Absolutely. everybody. We got them. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> we got them. Gotcha. How many Memorial Stadiums are there? The bajillion. Uh, two. Two in the Big Ten. Well, you also got Memorial Gymnasium in Vanderbilt. Hmm. So. Memorial Coliseum at UK. Yep. Who had the Memorial first? Many people want to know. It's true. It's true. Who's the, who's the most Memorial? Hmm. And then they are the ones that I think get to keep it. Apples yeah, Rosh is right. Where are the white ones? Where are the alternates? Is there a black one out there? Let's let's see the re- the rest of the goods, Roush. Yeah, yeah, um, and I don't know. Maybe that's how they slowly roll them out, right? It's just week by week. Like, what color are we going to wear now? They don't have to go on the road and wear the whites until week four. So yeah, I guess we can just wait until then. Uh, but that to go back to your original point, TJ, from uh, to kick off the show. I guess that is the the start point. The the news. From media day, which is much better than saying you have a player and coach that's having that has cancer. That that was a unforgettable media day experience, and uh, you know sometimes you want news to make this job easier. I, I'll I'll die happy if I never have to have news like that at a media day ever again. So um, I I don't know what exactly we're going to get from this one. Even in years past, like this is how we met Will Levis two years ago because he couldn't be around for the summer. And uh, I'm just going to have to leave after this commercial break because there's a lot happening outside. <laughs> there's so much going on. Oh, anytime, you know, I'm going uh, to start doing this. Anytime I'm just missing Lexington, I'm just having a little nostalgia or uh, Lexington is just such a beautiful place. I'm just going to put on the sound. I'm going to go to YouTube. I'm going to Google sounds of sirens and police cars and construction and dump trucks. And I'm just going to play that in my office. I'm going to feel like I'm right back in my college dorm room, like nothing has ever changed. That was hilarious, Roush. We haven't even done, we haven't finished the first segment. And I think I counted three ambulances, one what sounded to be a garbage truck. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot happening. but overall point, we're, we're going to be able to meet some of those guys. You know, Cortland Ford, get our first chance to chat with him today. Demi Sumo-Karmbay, some of the spring additions as well as all the freshmen. So I, I, I like to use it as a, an opportunity to, to meet the new guys. Um, and uh, that, that's always exciting. But I, I have a hunch that Mark Stoops isn't going to come to the podium with a ton of earth-shattering news. Although there might be some injury stuff where – you know, some players, like, you know, I, I don't know what it might be. Um, I noticed Luckett astutely pointed out that Shamar Porter hasn't been pictured with any of the receivers left. He was the highest-ranked freshman in the recruiting class, uh, wide receiver from uh, National Innsworth. So, I don't know. Is he sidelined for a little bit? Well, may, maybe we'll find out today. Nothing gets past Luckett. Nope, nothing at all. All right, I put the I put the picture on on the Kentucky Roll Call Instagram page if you want to see the jersey I'm talking about. I think that's the best jersey in the Stoops era that they've had. 
Uh, they've had good ones. I, they've had a lot that, I, that I've liked. It seemed like at the beginning of his time at UK Roush, they were kind of rotating alternates and combinations a little bit more than they are now. Stoops is a traditionalist, though. I, I do think he wants to get to a point where people think of UK football, they think of blue on white probably would probably be his, his, his favorite combination. And I can already guarantee you that the jerseys that you saw in the pictures yesterday, the jerseys that you'll almost 100% see today when they come out, those will be the jerseys you'll see on September 2nd at noon at the Krogue when the Caps run out onto the field. He loves the blue-blue-white combination against the mid-majors. Hey, so funny story from last night. Me and uh, Gil were talking Reds jerseys and just the best-looking ones over the years. And I was convinced. I told him. I was like, no, it's the ones that like Ken Griffey wore, the ones with the red sleeves and you had the white the white in the middle and the gray in the middle. And I was like, that's the best yeah. Reds jersey of all time. And he looks at me and he goes, no, nah, best ones of all time are probably the black ones from this year. And I'm like, okay, you brought up literally the one jersey that's better than the one I brought up. So kudos to you. But, like They're City Connection. Like, they're, they're, they're one-offs. They're great. They're, that is the best Reds jersey ever made. No, they're not. They're not. They're they good. Are. I was wondering, I thought you may go a different way and say that you, like, hated the City Connect jerseys. Oh, no, I love them. Love them. I just think, like, the the 1990s Reds jerseys were the best. Yeah, the ones I'm talking about with the red sleeves. Well, you were talking about, I mean, like, 1990, like, the year 1990, not the 90s. You're talking about the best, when best were very popular, correct? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I were a white the, vest with pinstripes. It was like yeah. a jersey, red though. pinstripe vest, yes. That's when I think of Ken Griffey in a red jersey. That's exactly what I think of. And, Roush, you can probably relate to this, but grade school baseball jerseys, they really took after the Reds. There's Vest City USA all over kids' jerseys after. That was very popular, the vest. Yeah, I thought it, made, I thought it was cool. Um, My you, favorite you know. was, like, the actual 1990 Reds jerseys. They had – Gray that just said Cincinnati with white trim across it, uh, across the red lettering. And then they had the white ones that were very 1990, but it kind of almost just looked like a basketball warm-up jersey more than it did actually a jersey jersey. And it had the, the, the C with the reds in it, and then it had the number on the, over, their, over their, their right breast, if you will, and then the reds logo over there. Those were the best, in my opinion. Um, but I like the ones they have now. I, actually, when they – when Ellie De La Cruz hit that home run last night and he was going around the bases, I love how obnoxious the Reds is on the jersey. It's just so big. Yeah, the script yeah, is so yeah. big. It's so in your face. It's like even if you want, even if you didn't want to like examine the jerseys, there, there's no way but to help but see it's the Cincinnati Reds when you look at that jersey because the Reds is just so ginormous. I actually really like these jerseys they have or that they wore yesterday. They lose, they lost, didn't they? They did, but they didn't allow 110 runs, so only allowed five yeah. last night, so that was fun. Only five? Wow, only that's five. Half of what they normally do. Maybe, yeah. maybe even oh, a third. Man, the Cubs stay hot. They get three out of four against the division leaders. Oof. Uh-oh, is it all starting to fall apart for Cincinnati? Uh, we are no longer division leaders. Oh, no! Brewers won last night, so, yep, the run, the run is over. Wow, so we're going to get a little three-way action in – the look at this the AL East and the NL Central, the two most fun divisions in baseball this season. We got two months left. How's it all going to unfold? Stay tuned to Kentucky Roll Call.
Red Sox didn't have a great West Coast trip, but they the schedule gets uh, slightly easier. They got the Blue Jays, which are tough, but it's at home. And then after that, it gets a lot easier. But nobody cares about the Red Sox, so I'm just going to stop talking. We do care about the Thornton's text line. We do care about Thornton's. I finally got my hands on the spicy chicken sandwich. I posted my experience on the Kentucky Roll Call Instagram page. First off, you boys didn't tell me that it comes with gross pickles. Pickles are gross. Uh, pickles are great. Just ask my son. He loves them. Jesus, eat TJ. Them. He'll eat them with anything. And similar to another chicken place, that's maybe Thornton's is open seven days a week, baby. But another one that maybe isn't open on Sunday that is also notorious for putting pickles on their sandwich. Even if you remove them, they're they're just they're the juices are all in the bun. Oh, it's great. It seeps into it, the it chicken. Like you, can't, you can't help but get a little pickly taste to it. But mm. folks, Roush and Scoots weren't lying. That's a good it's good chicken. It really is. It's better than you're gonna get at, at fast food going through the drive throughs and it's certainly a heck of a lot cheaper as well. But I was impressed by it. Again, you know, I think people have these notions of like late 90s, early 2000s gas stations that are just gross and grimy. Not at Thornton's. Thornton's has legitimately delicious food for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, especially if you're on the go. Very easy to go grab it. Uh, and then if you're a fan of spicy, gotta recommend that spicy chicken sandwich. Thornton's all across Louisville. So easy just to go in there, grab it. It was like hot when I grabbed it. I was like, oh, this is how you know it's going to be good. Went, paid for it, and then just minutes later, devouring it. It was delicious. Way to go, Thornton's. We're going to get to the Thornton's text line when we return. There's a few other little quick hitters we'll get to throughout the show as well. It's going to be a fun Friday edition of Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Okay. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We're going to be right back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. That win made me cream my drawers. Roll call. Let me see those hands in the air. Everybody jump, 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 jump. Everybody jump, 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 jump. Come on, listen. So we all know how to do this. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call. Here on Big X. DJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Friday. Scoots playing all the tunes to get your weekend rocking and rolling. You going to hit the links today, Scoots? Uh, yeah, I am actually. I'm going to go. I'm going to go visit Big Bill on the Hill. Oh, you mentioned earlier in the week you may head down and play Park Mammoth. Yeah, I thought about playing Park Mammoth. Couldn't get a tee time for today. And then I, I honestly wanted to go down there yesterday, but it, it rained all day. So. Didn't have that option yesterday either, so figured I'd stay a little closer to home today. I'll, I'll go out play some old Capital. Haven't played there since my scramble earlier this summer, so excited to get back out there. Well, I believe. Oh, go ahead, Rush. I believe our guy Drew Franklin's going out there um, after he heard us talking about it. So I think I think he's checking it out today for his uh, dad's birthday. I want to say so. Yeah, Park, Park Mammoth. Yeah, yeah. He, he's gonna love it and he's gonna rave about it. And rightfully so. That course was that was just a fun golf course. It was it just was. like a fun layout, fun style, fun shots. It was a fun golf course, even for average golfers like like ourselves. But 
good. Good for Below good average. For, he'll, yeah. he'll have a, he'll have a blast. Good for you, Scoots. I was going to say, if it's ever raining and you you really have the golf itch, I could always take you up to Top Golf and give you a beat down again if you're looking for that. Or we could go to Elk Run and play on the simulators. That's always hey, an option oh, too. Yeah, good, good call. That's a great point. Elk Run does have simulators. They've, they're a whole heck of a lot of fun. I'm not sure if you all have heard the commercial or not. <laughs> so much so that we're going to have the second annual Big X Kickoff Classic scramble there September 1st, under a month away. Elk Run Golf Club. Email bigxscramble at yahoo.com. Lock in your spot. We'd love to see you out there. Still have plenty. We're going to do a shotgun start. We'll be doing the radio show out there live. And then we'll be getting started right after. Mike Rutherford, Trevor, all the Big X personalities going to be out and about at Elk Run on September 1st. Email bigxscramble at yahoo.com. And for KRC listeners that are going to be out there, not only are we going to be giving away some Shady Rays, not everybody out there is going to get a pair of Shady Rays, unfortunately. It'd be great if we could. They're opening their Oxmoor store when? Tomorrow, I believe? Tomorrow's correct, cool. yep. Uh, it'd be cool if everybody could get a pair. I don't think everybody's going to get a pair, but plenty of people will. But everybody will get a KRC koozie that wants one for the first time ever. KRC merchandising. Woo! We're doing it. We're doing it big. I put the koozies on our Instagram page, and uh, otherwise, you'll see them when you get them on September first. Each each team. There's going to be some U of L fans out there. These are very UK specific koozies, so they may not want them. Uh, but we'll have plenty of extra, and I think we'll finally have something that we can like sit, give away. Again, is a koozie's a koozie. You steal them from your friend's house, and you don't even think twice about them. But it's kind of neat. I thought it was a fun, fun little koozie. By the way, so, that's the first official sponsored KRC stuff. But we, of course, have our hats that intern Jacob made for us. And when we were coming back from Wisconsin, my buddy's daughter. She took my hat off my head at one point because she was sitting in the seat directly behind me. And she had this little, like, princess crown. And so she takes my hat off, puts the princess crown on my head, and she was like, that seems like a good trade. I'll keep your hat. You can keep the princess crown. And I looked at her. I was like, I, I just can't do that. That's like a limited edition rare. There was only four of them made. I was like, I have to have that hat. So, yeah, I'm excited about a koozie as well. That's they are limited edition intern jacob made those hats they were sweet and then patreon gave out like i've got a kentucky roll call hoodie and i think they maybe they gave out some t-shirts so there are very limited edition krc things out there very very limited but the first thing that i have made that is for krc will be released at the scrap love it um, I, a little update on my morning. I did not, I did not find any sweatshirt in my car. Um, also realized I left something at home that I could use today. Um, my little tripod setup, so that's unfortunate. But uh, there is one tiny little throw blanket in here. Uh, I had to wipe down the condensation though from the air conditioning because there's just it's it's so. It's it's so cold in here. I, I can't even. I, I feel like such a baby saying it, but I'm I'm doing the show from a uh, meat locker, basically. Poor guy. <laughs> you went from getting stuffed into lockers to just being permanently oh. frozen in a meat locker. Oh man. Um, speaking of uh, locker rooms, did you see that Michigan State? Their new football facility is the Tom Izzo Michigan football. Michigan State football facility. 
Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> there's, I don't think there's any like additional analysis needed. It, it is weird. It's I know that so guy means a ton to that university, and and maybe he helped donate. You know, maybe he gave kickback no, from his salary or something. I think he did. I think he did. I, I I mean, it's it's very much like the Joe Craft Center, but like Tom Izzo is just like, oh, I'll I'll do it, which is, I mean, it, good on him to care enough about an institution. I don't know. Like typically, if you name a something after a former coach, it's just because out of respect. I think that's more of the expectation and less about donating financially. Um, so good on him to give some money back to the school that's given so much to him. But also, it's just so. Could you not? Could you not pick a? Could you, could you do the weight room? Could you do any anything but the? That is the ultimate. You're never going to be a football school thing, right? Like if you if your basketball coach's name is on the football building. You're 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 the basketball school. Sorry, Michigan State, never going to happen for you, Mel Tucker. Yeah, I I think that's definitely a way that it could be spun, and it's definitely a way that it could be perceived. Uh, the the other side would be this guy. He's the basketball coach, but he just cares so much about this university. He's willing to support all the athletic programs so much so that he even helped build the new football facility. And out of respect, they're going to put his name on. Like it is weird, even when you do it in that in that scenario in that situation. But that's another way to spin it. He just he, the old Tom Izzo. He loves coaching up his his fellas, and he loves helping out other programs on campus. I don't know. Suck at Michigan yeah. State. Yeah, suck at Michigan State. And um, one of Michigan State's former coaches, he was looking froggy after his first practice yesterday. Did you? Did you see? Did you see Nick Saban? Uh, I'm. I don't. I don't know. It's. It was so weird. I'm used to robot Nick Saban, and I, I found a video scoots, but like the the audio clip does not do it justice. It's so weird to see the football coaching robot smile. That I don't. I don't know if that's like an uh, an evil smile. That oh my gosh, they're gonna murder everybody, or if it's a. He's smiling just through the through the pain because his team's gonna be bad. Like I can't, I don't know how to explain it because it just it looked so unnatural. His team's the correct answer is yeah, it's probably just a nor. It just probably caught him smiling on camera. Scoots, what do you think? Well, I mean, smiling through the pain doesn't really make sense because what's pain in their world? Eight and four would be a bad year. Nine and three. Maybe. Oh yeah, that, he would. He might have to retire if they go. Absolutely. Four. And I'm I'm not even like that's not even hyperbole. <laughs> I love the uh, the take that this is uh, the that SEC podcast SEC Mike. He's been all over that uh, Alabama has a decaying dynasty, and this is going to be Nick Saban's last season. And TJ, that's just the picture. There's a video, and he is smiling multiple times throughout it. So like, I, it is uh, it is very just unusual and a little unsettling. A little unsettling, so I don't I don't know how to handle it. But I do feel like you know how every year there there was always like a, a group of folks who were just like this is going to be Tom Brady's last year, and it just never was. Um, and then they were finally right, like nine years later. I wonder if like that that we're getting to that with Nick Saban, where it's just it's been so long. Like eventually, time's got to run out. You you feel like he's immortal, but at the same time, like. All good things got to come to an end eventually. Is 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 he approaching that? 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know. If anybody's going to send somebody to early retirement and has a proven track record of sending people to early retirement, it's uh, it's Mark Stoops. That's for sure. He sure does. And he'll be the one to wipe that smirk off his face. I tweeted it out there yesterday. We're ready for you, Alabama. Yeah, we want Bama. Do you wish that game was earlier in the season? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just from a, a week three Give, give at least Cohen Leary a little bit of time, but that I don't know what's going to happen with that quarterback room. And the thing that's unusual about Alabama, too, is that most places when they have coordinator turnover, the guy, you know, the new guy does his stuff, right? Like you have the Skangarello offense, you have the, the, the Liam Cohen, the Eddie Grand. Like, no, like the, the new coordinator comes in and does what Alabama does. So, I'm fascinated by how Tommy Reese responds to that. I mean, Tommy Reese is our age, maybe like a year or two older. Um, he was a good recruiter at Notre Dame and had okay results as a play caller. Now he's obviously going to have better talent to run his stuff now, and I think they're going to get back to running the football a little bit more. That's at least how they're kind of framing this year. Is like, well, the quarterback competition isn't as big of a deal because we're going to get back to just running the damn ball. But I, uh, I, 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 I just don't know how that's going to fit. And, you know, is it going to be Buckner, the transfer from Notre Dame, who was so-so? Is it going to be Simpson? Is it going to be Milrow? Like, there's just so much uncertainty with how all of that works. Um, and can Reese conform to do what Saban wants to do? How's he going to handle Saban jumping his ass on the sidelines? So, like, I, all of that is so fascinating that, yes, I, I would much prefer – to have them at the beginning of the season. But if I'm going to get, catch them at the end, I'd much rather have them the week after they host LSU in Tuscaloosa. Maybe we'll, we'll look ahead spot. No, that wouldn't be a, that wouldn't be a bad time for it. Um, you also worry that if you played them early, though, and they just beat the brakes off of you, what, what, that, could, what that could mean moving forward. Uh, but Soups usually doesn't do a bad job of, of letting a blowout kind of dictate the rest of the season. He does a good job of getting his guys refocused for for the most part. But, yeah, uh, probably the year to get Alabama, if there ever is a year to, to get Alabama, it would be this one. But we're going to have to we're gonna have to wait for it. My friends, we, we're talking about maybe doing a little road trip to South Carolina, Roush. Oh, I'll, I'll be there. I love South Carolina. Um, love that game. Love angering their fans, which did we – did we ever get into that on this show? I don't think we did, but I just had a day. Well, you did, yeah, so we did not bring it up on the show, and I actually had written it down yesterday or maybe even Wednesday. I think it was – yeah, it would have been yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Um, maybe I wrote it down Wednesday night and we just didn't get to it yesterday. But you were a message board topic over there that that went to page, <laughs> went to page two, which means – Page three. Topic. Oh, it made, it made its way to page three, which just means it was a really, really, really hot topic issue. They spelled your name wrong. I saw people in your Twitter mentions or your X mentions or whatever we're calling it. Uh, if you want some XXX mentions, you go to Scoot's Twitter page. What What's the deal? Give us the give us the quick synopsis. The thing that's wild to me is that what's been picked. So I went up the Spurs Up show is probably their most popular audio platform. I would think like if a South Carolina fan wants to listen to a show, he does. Two or three hours every afternoon. It does video too. It's pretty popular. Their um, equivalent of KRC, I'm sure. Yeah, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I went on his show and I just dogged him. And I got a little bit of feedback from that. But then the next day, they got a five-star from D.C. And it was the day that Kentucky's football recruiting was it was just all bad news everywhere. And so I went on our message board and didn't have a meltdown, but kind of a little bit. Just like, what the hell is going on here? Damn it, South Carolina. I, I, I did – Everything I'd said previously, I just, you know, I called Shane Beamer a sunglass-wearing podcaster. And I didn't notice it until a narc. There was somebody from the South Carolina on three website that took a screen grab, reported me for wanting players to fail, and then tagged me and tweeted at my boss and said, this is so unprofessional. And most of the comment and criticism is that, like, I can't believe that they they would hire somebody from on three that's so unprofessional. It's like what? Yeah, this is. I, I want South Carolina to lose every game except to Tennessee. Like you can beat them, but like lose all of your games. I hate you. Um, is this is this news? Like do you do you expect all of your insight? I I didn't know that message board uh, hosts were supposed to be unbiased. Like that's a message board. So that was that. That's what shocked me is that my post on a message board. Doggy and other team got them more fired up than any of the other things I said to them, but they were very mad. I, I enjoyed that very much because um, it's just well, well, South Carolina fans they they don't know their place. Uh, they've lost seven out of nine to Kentucky, and they just they don't know how to handle it. They just blame it on somebody else instead of themselves. They're like, oh no, it was just must champs. Like, no, it's, it wasn't just must champ. Like, this is a this is a, a a program problem, not a not a you problem, not a somebody else's problem. Yeah, it's funny. I, I don't have these interactions nearly as much as I used to, but every so often there'd just be this like random fan base that would just would get a hold of something you said or something you wrote, and it'd be like a whirlwind 24, 48 hours. And I think you you were definitely going through that with the USC fans. I've never I've never USC and Tennessee, just two fan bases that I've never seemingly ticked off enough to to see their their full arsenal of social mm-hmm. media angst thrown my way, but uh, yeah, Tennessee good. is is definitely worse though. I will say that uh, it's also a worse place to travel to. Knoxville, there's not a whole lot there. Columbia, Columbia is a, a fun road trip. It's a good environment. The stadium um, parking there can be a little funky because it's right next to their fairgrounds. It's kind of like a, you know, if old Cardinal Stadium. If you were going there, right? Like it's. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Columbia is a nice town, and it'll it'll just be weird doing that in November, you know. Like it, it'll just be. But I think it's kind of a good. I think it's kind of good though, you know. Get better weather. I think more UK fans may be attracted to that. Granted, it's probably going to depend on how the season's going at that point. Like right, if it, right. If it's if it's underwhelming, then you know maybe at that point a lot of fans will turn their traveling attention to basketball games or potentially a bowl game or something like that. Uh, but with it being the second-to-last game of the season, and then that will roll into Thanksgiving week, which a lot of people have a short week, Thanksgiving week as is. So there's the pre- preliminary talks or potentially go to that game on Saturday and then head to the beach Sunday for a few days and then come back, boom, Thanksgiving. And really you'd only had missed probably like two days of work that you were maybe planning on doing anyways. So – uh, easy way to maybe sneak in a November beach trip with that South Carolina yeah. game. Well, and, and if back. you don't do, if you don't have big family Thanksgiving plans too, I mean, you can double up even more, drive back Friday, and then go watch the Cats beat down the cards at 
don't call me Papa John's. Oh man, that wouldn't that just be a fun book in by two UK football games? That would be fun. I'd, well, love, to and, have, and, I'd love to have Thanksgiving down there, but it seems virtually impossible. Right, right. Um, it's a, it's a, especially with you know you got a bunch of brothers and sisters with young kids, but it um the thing about that South Carolina game too, and I mentioned it, like part of the reason why it's uh, a budding rivalry, as Trevor Kessie would put it, is because it. I mean, you have to beat South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and Missouri if you want. You know, you got to win those games if you want to matter. And that that game could be the difference between a eight or nine win season, you know, or even as little as seven, because it's such a um, the the back end is so tough, and that's a a, a beatable opponent. It's a toss up game, but it's on the road, so like that 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 could be a, a crucial. Crucial. It, it could totally change the way we feel about this season if they go down there and lay an egg, and you end the in the year kind of um, on a dud uh, instead of on a high. Which I know we get. You still get to end the year by beating up on the Louisville. That's always fun. But like, I mean that that's kind of how things were last year, right? You got off to a hot start. You were ranked seventh in the country, and then it just kind of was a wet fart um, until you, you you beat up on the little brother there on Thanksgiving Saturday. Sounds like a good time. Uh, by the way, Thornton's text line, hour number two. We're just going to rip and roar through it. That's a KRC promise. A texter on the Thornton's text line jumping ahead. You guys need to settle down on the gas station food. You wouldn't say a word about them if you weren't your sponsor. First no, off, Texter. First off, yeah. show speaks highly of their sponsors. Breaking news. Texter, you've cracked the code. You figured it out. You, you got us. Secondly, you're wrong because yeah, no, do you not know our buddy Scoots. He that's his that is this is lunch or dinner. Yeah, he's gonna have some gas station food somewhere in his day. Literally and live off gas station food. Yeah. When he figured out Thornton's gas station food, Scoot, well, you tell him, Scoots. You tell him what a life changing experience it was for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I've I've always been a gas station food guy, and there are there have been very very few gas stations in my life that have food the quality of Thornton's. I can only think of one and it's in my hometown out in Palmyra and it's one of a kind. So, yeah, I, I personally love Thornton's. I have spent many years eating and eh, just okay gas station food, just but garbage. literally you, yeah. you've been eating garbage. Exactly. Food, exactly. Yeah. But everything now I get you, everything well, I get from Thornton's is freaking awesome. I mean, I'm at the point now like I'm part of a uh, uh, Roush trying to lose weight is not eating breakfast, but like, you know, you treat yourself every once in a while and Thornton's is my treat myself. And I'm actually disappointed that there isn't one in the heart of Lexington. There's plenty on the outskirts, but like, I was like, Oh man, what do you want to eat this morning? And I, I, I don't want just the light pastries. Um, so what, we, what's it going to be? How am I going to do? No thorns around. Would, would love a bacon, Sausage bacon burrito, not sausage bacon, but a, a bacon burrito right about now. Those things freaking slap. Whew. Yeah. So, Texter, Thornton's is the absolute best dining that you could ever possibly have, buddy. Okay? Yeah. That's yeah. all you need to know about Thornton's. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, Texter. We'll, we'll get back to the Thornton's text line in hour number two. A lot more fun to be had before we send you off on your weekend. Kentucky Roll Call Friday edition. TJ Walker, you're oh, Justin Galen. Okay. Coming up next.
Over? You say over? I heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. You can follow Kentucky Roll Call really on any social media. We're not on TikTok, though. Scoot, you want to spearhead the TikTok social media page? Uh, on account of I've never been on TikTok, probably not the best idea. Also, TJ, we are not on threads. So no threads, no TikTok. We don't like the T social medias. Just X. X going to give it to you. That's right. First off, did you check threads this morning? Did you check Kentucky threads, Kentucky roll call this morning? Did you start a Kentucky roll call on threads? No. No, <laughs> no I didn't. I was just wondering if you checked this morning. I did. And secondly, that sounds like the perfect time to learn how to do TikTok is while managing and running our account. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, TikTokers. I'm just not doing it. I'm, I'm with you, Scoots. I'm just never going to get on TikTok. Same. It doesn't like I, it. Just nothing will make me ever get on that thing. The so you know what I have against TikTok. I don't really have anything against it because I do pretty similar to the same thing on Instagram. But I just have right. so many buddies that'll open TikTok and they'll just sit there and they'll just watch video after video after video. And it's like, yeah, you maybe want to talk like a like a human, or we're just gonna watch videos all day. Watch videos, cool, got it. Maybe you're not interesting enough to carry a conversation, so they feel like they need to be entertained elsewhere. Maybe so. Maybe my, so. my thing is, is I, I do like I, I definitely waste time on social media, but I just don't know what I would get from TikTok that would be beneficial and not just a time waste, you know. But I digress. Uh, China, stay off my information. China. I'm at the point where some social media, like apps that I consider to be time wasters with the exception of, of Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'll delete during the week and then like during the weekend, redownload them. Ah, It takes like two seconds to get them again. But I I have stumbled upon history. TikTok. That's pretty cool. Basically just like a history story in two minutes. That's fun. Wait, TJ, I'm confused on your logic here. Why do you delete it during the week and then redownload it for the weekend? Because I, there's plenty I, I should be probably doing during the week where weekend I'm more likely to let my hair down. I, see, I'm, I'm of the opposite mindset. I think you should delete it on the weekends because that's the most time that you get with your family. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, but I, I'm more compelled to put the phone away to play with the family than I am to put the phone away to do work. Mm. So you just procrastinate. That's why you delete it during the week. Correct. Got yeah. It. Okay. I'm with yeah. you now. Yeah. And not even so much just like at the office either, but it could just be like, should I go pull crabgrass or should I watch TikTok for 30 minutes? Should I, the, the dog hadn't been on a walk because it'd been too hot. Should I take him on a walk or should I just watch TikToks or. You, you can know, do those like at the same time, right? You could watch TikTok and walk Abe. Dangerously, maybe, I guess. <laughs> It is shocking how many people are just so clueless about where they're walking. I know this is a really old man take, but uh, it is true. When I'm driving, especially when I'm driving like downtown, but it doesn't have to be downtown, Highlands, South End, Roush, so many people are just lost in their own world while they're walking. Yeah, it's dangerous. 
It is dangerous. <laughs> it really is. I remember uh, we would like, you know, we would not get yelled at, but people would warn us like, you're listening to your headphones too loud while you're walking. You can't hear stuff going on around you. Well, at least we were looking. Now it's, they're not hearing and they're not looking. They're just, you know, in their own world. But I guess people would get on us for texting while, but it wasn't just like a, a flat out video watching, I suppose. But yeah, a little bit different, a little bit different, but we're in a different world. We're in a whole new world. Mm-hmm. And um, that's happening with college sports as well. TJ, you would uh, we discussed it at length yesterday, but um, it appears today the deal is going to be done where Arizona will leave for the Big 12. I, I haven't dug in enough to know what that means for Arizona State, uh, but I also love that there seems to be some buzz picking up for Oregon and Washington to say, sorry, Pac-12, you can suck it. Uh, I just, or this morning while scrolling, learning things on the X, Twitter, whatever we want to call it, uh, Oregon recruits are posing in jerseys without the Pac-12 logo on them. So, ooh, interesting. Uh, Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, realignment, never stopping. Never stopping. So, your prediction that everything would settle down may be incorrect. Oh, yeah, yeah, it definitely was. And that was me just more like, um, I think I had done like three shows in five days about realignment, and it was just like, I'm kind of over realignment. Which uh, I know, Josh Pate, he did, he was like last night. He was like Thursday night. We're going to do an entire show without discussing realignment. I'm like, God, that's nice. <laughs> just a just a little press pause. Uh, press pause. A texture. Uh, no, there's no rest for for realignment. <laughs> jumping ahead on the Thornton's text line along the realignment talk. It, it's our it's our U of L fan texture. Guys, I'm so happy Texas and Oklahoma is joining the SEC for football. This all but guarantees Kentucky will be fighting Vanderbilt every season for the last place trophy. First off, do they give a last place trophy? I would imagine a U of L fan would probably know. Yep, secondly, yep. secondly, wh- why would that change anything? Wouldn't UK and Vandy still be fighting for the last place trophy even without the additions of Oklahoma and Texas? What yeah. would that have to do at all with the equation? Hmm. Just. Really dumb stuff from well, when you have to explain the joke out. It's just not as good, Texter. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. But what I will ask you is, what conference are the cards going to be in after the ACC folds? I would mm. try to hop over to the Big Twelve. If I, 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 I do like your. Um, I, I'm I'm all in on your ACC Pac-12 actual alliance. Like that. That's the only way the Pac-12 is relevant. As if they do that. They just have a Western division of oh, whatever yeah, they want to call it. The pack. Ooh, the pack. The pack. They've got to they've got to get creative or else they're they're done. And the sad thing is, like, they'd have to get creative knowing, hey, ACC, we want to deal with you, and we know that you're probably losing your cash cows. We don't care. We're fine. Even if you lose them, then you all will rebuild. We'll rebuild, and then we'll each get to like 10 maybe or something, and then boom, 20, 20 conference, super conference, coast to coast. That's really, the, I think, their, their own, only option. The, um, the, the biggest news that I heard yesterday just in all of this was that Brett McMurphy did get the number, the baseline for what the Pac-12's Apple TV deal was. So that, the offer Apple TV gave them expires at the end of the week. And it was only for $20 million a school plus incentives if they get subs up. 
pretty sure uh, the ACC right now is uh, north of that. <laughs> like, it, it's an embarrassingly low payout. Um, I want to say the Big 12s was $31 million in their new ESPN deal. So, like, uh, yeah, of course Arizona is ready to get the hell out. That's an $11 million per year difference. That's a lot of money. It is. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to happen. I think you're going to see the by the end of this weekend definitely – some, some major moves. It, the Big Ten with Oregon and Washington was a little bit of a roller coaster ride yesterday at different times, looking like it was a done deal that they were going to add them and then kind of pump the brakes. Um, it, it sounds like Oregon and Washington are just, please let us in to the party, Big Ten. And the Big Ten's just having to evaluate what worth they bring to the party. Did they bring any booze with them? Did they bring any girls? Do they have any good appetizers? And ultimately, I think they're going to say, you all can come into the party, but you, it's not, you don't get the keg. You, you, all just, you all drink the beer that you brought. They're going to probably do some financial split where Oregon and Washington aren't getting the same cut of the pie. But if you're Oregon and Washington, some pie is better than no pie, right, Scoots? Oh, Scoots doesn't like pie, apparently. Mm. Real shame. Real shame. Love pie. Sorry. What kind I, was of worried, pie? I was worried we may have caught you at one of your famous bathroom breaks. <laughs> oh, I always text y'all when I go to the bathroom. No, I just couldn't, I couldn't get my mouse to go where it needed to go to unmute. It's a real struggle here on this Friday. Do you want the Hoosiers to take some trips to the Pacific Northwest, Scoots? I, I don't really care. I am so sick and tired of all this. Just... I wish we were like four years in the future and all this was already done because I'm tired of speculating. I'm tired of reading about it. I'm tired of seeing things online about it. I just, I just want it all to be done. Let it, let every piece land where they may get the puzzle built. I just don't want to sit here and, and build the puzzle. You know, I'd rather it just be already done. You can just scroll on TikTok until it's all finished. No, I'm good. I'm good. Really. It's a good time waster before you know it. Boom. Four years has passed. (laughs) I uh, I do suck at uh, um, the puzzles as well. Just I'm not puzzles, not a strength of old uh, Nick Roush. Hey, speaking of, we touched on Louisville a little bit ago. Did you see uh, Terrence Williams sentenced to ten years in jail? Yeah, for trying to defraud the NBA. How about with that? His little health insurance scheme. What a joke! D- dumb. Just that. It's sad to some degree because obviously somebody that had a ton of talent, but he always just didn't seem like the smartest human being. And uh, maybe people around him could have helped him out a little bit better potentially, but yeah, that's not good. That's not good. 10 years. Yeah, not great, Bob. Not great. And like $3.1 million in restitution. And I think he claims he only saw $300,000 of that fraud. So uh, not great for OT Will. Um, if they do like a longest yard basketball thing, though, could be big opportunity for them. Yep, yep, <laughs> could be. Um, we we need to get to the Thorns text on because we are behind. But one other piece of news: uh, Kentucky could get quarterback of the future tonight. Stone Saunders, he's announcing his commitment. Um, doing a live broadcast. I guess he's going on local news channel uh, at six thirty tonight. He's picking between Kentucky. Nebraska, those are the two big ones that have really pushed their chips all in. Uh, Georgia, Miami, and Michigan also uh, hosted him on visits. We're in his top five. Um, 
It could be huge, right? I mean, Drew Barker was the last full-time starter person from the high school ranks to start for Kentucky. They needed to fix their quarterback recruiting operation, and Liam Cohen could do that in a matter of, what, eight months of returning by getting Cutter Bowling and Stone Saunders to pledge on the dotted lines, sign on the dotted lines. So could be a huge commitment for the Cats tonight uh, from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. All right, that'll be exciting. Again, after a, a, a bad day earlier this week, they've UK football on the recruiting trail, hopefully going to close out nicely on the week, all things considered. So something to keep an eye on. Roush will have you covered there. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. And I think a texter says, perspective on the last two games, if the Reds want if the Reds to if the Reds today they go back home. If they win today, I think is what the Texas trying to say. Uh, they didn't win today. They go back home five and five on the road trip with the Dodgers and the Cubs. Plus, the Cubs gained zero ground, and we will still be up one game on the Brewers and four games up on the Cubs. Well, it didn't really turn out that way. That's just one game can kind of make a big difference in the way you perceive things. But baseball, short term memories best. If the Reds win this weekend series, you're on to you're on to bigger and better things. So now the only, Reds have this weekend, Scoots. Now we're only two games above the Cubs and a half game behind the Brewers. And this weekend, the Reds have the Nationals. So that's good. Oh, good. That's yeah. a nice, it, nice, easy, winnable series. Just it does. It does to, one game can just totally change the way you do look at a road trip. But win the series against the Nationals, especially a sweep and. It's yesterday's news. You're on to on to the next one. So that's that's baseball for you. Just swept them four games not too long ago. So do it again. So they're going to be ready for revenge. Maybe so. What do you like most about the college football season? Says one texter. When it's over. <laughs> I'd say before like high school, Roush, I had a similar take to Scoots. Yeah. I think part of it was just UK not really being all that good. And then once I was in high school, that 20, 2007 season, I think you, you need a really good season to fall in love, Scoots. But the thing is, I used had their equivalent of good seasons. They, you know, they had that what nine-win season not too long ago. If you, if you couldn't fall in love then, uh, maybe, maybe you're a lost cause. Maybe. Well, I, I think part of it, too, um, you, you – you aren't around enough people who are fanatics to really get you hook, line, singer, and you haven't been to big college football games either. That's what it is. The, yeah. the biggest thing, you just haven't been to a 70,000-seat, no, 80,000, 90,000-seat stadium that's rocking and rolling for a game. Like, that, you got to go to one. That's you true. Change, but, your, change your life. But I have definitely been surrounded by football fanatics. I mean, when I moved down to Florida, that's – they are like we are with college basketball down there with college football. So I, I was in the hype. Everybody down there, that's all they look forward to. But, man. yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just college basketball for me, does it? You should have gone to a game at the Swamp, man. Yeah, you got you to gotta yeah. get to the big atmosphere. You got to get to the tailgate. Uh, there's something that texture that, for me, I don't know. It's <laughs> We basically probably, had a, a thread on KS board of just like people listing all the things they love about college football. And it was – it was very much a dude's rock sort of like feeling just like, yeah, like, you know, when you do that thing where you just like nod at somebody in the parking lot at a tailgate, oh. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was all stuff like that, you know, like the feel of the air when you wake up in the morning, you know, it is. that's, that's <laughs> just, what I was going to say is just like literally waking up on a Saturday morning when it kind of is like a little cool outside and you know, I've got a full day getting ready for 
Cats football. It's a special feeling. And then that too crossed my mind, Roush. Just like walking to my tailgate, getting like getting there because we don't have a spot right next to it. Uh, that'd be nice because we're right outside the stadium. But like walking to just that feeling you're getting as you're walking, so anxious to get there, even though when you get there, you just like drop down your cooler and you just like, oh, all right, you do the Clark Griswold, like the two hop and you're like, well, I'm here. Uh, I'll be here for the next four hours before we head into the stadium. No, but it's a special feeling. It's just kind of some of the, it, it's hard. It's the, and for radio, it's not, not good for a radio host not to be able to explain it, but it's, you can't explain it. Some of the feelings that you get, unless you know it, unless you've experienced it, and in which case you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I know that uh, hundreds of thousands of KRC listeners right now know exactly what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, they certainly do. Uh, another text from the Thorntons. Texan says, random bridge spot here. So we're getting forced to go over the toll bridge. When will we get refunds for this week and a half? Leverage that, Jude, and Mark with a C pipeline. See if we can get the hard answers. Um, the, we're going to get the weather guys to, to get this going? That, that, that's the part that I was, <laughs> I was really confused behind that text. Uh, but Get the weather guys to do a little investigative reporting. Uh, that's a great point, though. Like it, the, yeah. the tolls the are second just street. As is, uh, I pay my taxes most most of them. I, why am I paying tolls? Tolls are a joke. Blame Indiana. Secondly, now we're forced. Now we're forced basically to to pay them because the sixty four bridge is shut down. You could go Second Street, but but it, it's it's a mess because like people who aren't accustomed to paying tolls are all doing it, so it's more backed up. The other day, I got really frustrated because I thought it was super backed up on Second Street took the toll bridge, and as I passed the exit, I'm like, oh, no, it was just one idiot who didn't know how to drive. Mm. Um, shocker, you, you got tons of those in Indiana. So, yeah, I, I was, I'm was i I'm with you, Texter. Come on, let's get our refunds. Bashir had said when they shut down 64, he, he had hoped it only was going to be a few days. but I think it's going to be uh, – they did announce it. But like It's going to be next week, but I forget the specific date. How my thing is is how in the hell have they been working on this thing for two years, and what exactly were they doing to not discover this sooner? You know, it, the, the whole thing is just really frustrating. And I don't even Excuse take that bridge; I pay tolls either way. But it's just so dumb. They have been working on that thing a lot longer than two years. They have just they they should have totally rebuilt that thing. Absolutely, they've had they've They'd had so done. many issues with it. It's been nonstop, just construction and traffic and construction and traffic and construction and traffic this isn't going to be the last time that they're going to have to deal with this stupid bridge i mean uh, I, th I think what happened though scoots is in the they ran across something that was like a, oh god we've got to shut everything down now and fix this or else this is bad i think i think that's what's happened during these emergency shutdowns yeah i just don't understand how they didn't notice it sooner is my point i just it seems so stupid. Well, bridges. I mean, have you have you done construction on a house before? Your your dad yeah. does that, right? Yeah, I've done that too. Yeah. I mean, how many times in a construction project do you get off schedule because you run into an unforeseen problem? Like, I'm almost positive that this is like it's a big damn bridge. When it, it's probably probably going to run into some snafus. When it's Mikey Man yeah. and Kalen Dream Decks, we do not get off project. Okay. All right. Well, what are they paying us for that? Shout out. <laughs> I want a free deck. I want it now. Okay. Uh, I, I can maybe make that happen. <laughs> you give them the, the free shout outs all they want. I actually see both of your points here. On the one hand, it is like if it's, if it's that serious that they have to shut down the entire bridge and they have been working on it for this long, how did they not notice it? But to Roush's point, 
you don't stumble across things until you stumble across things. And they must have not been at that part of the bridge until they were. And then they said, "Uh oh, this is something we need to immediately fix. So I, I see both facades. Either way, maybe uh, asking yourself, what's both of Either way, dumbass Indiana needs to get rid of the tolls. Yes, St- Governor Holcomb, you and Commissioner Ignited, go get this fixed. <laughs> <laughs> a texter says, I watched 24 and a half years of Big Brother. I quit midway through last year. I tried last night and lasted 35 minutes. I'm done now. Challenge, come on. <laughs> oh, they wanted the scooch, come on. Go on, scooch. Come on. August 10th. Have a great day, guys. Wow, 24 and a half years of Big Brother. I wonder why you quit midway through last year. Weirdly enough, I am also I've got Big Brother on the hot seat. Uh it's had a it's had a few bad seasons and but I've not been a Big Brother lifer. I've been like a Big Brother 8 year or um but it's on the hot seat. It are just they, started Are they doing the thing that Survivor's doing where everybody's got to have like a sob story and like some like Super duper, you know. Yeah, no, I don't. Not that I, not that I think of. Although they do have somebody from Survivor, I forgot what her name is, um, on this season, and her son's on this season. Which her son's like a teenager, like maybe like twenty two, or I don't, I have no idea how old he is, but probably somewhere between eighteen and twenty two would be my guess. And just imagine, like you're, all right. Here's my summer of fame and potentially fortune and. You know, beautiful people living in this house. There's a bunch of people Roush looking for showmances. And then they just like pluck your mom into the middle of it. <laughs> Where like Big Brother, I mean, there's just no getting away. You, there's no yeah. other form of entertainment. There's nothing. Which is going to be hard for them to like try to hide the fact that it's, they're not saying that it's, they're, that they're related. By the way, TJ, I brought up a guy from Bowling Green on Big Brother yesterday. I was incorrect. It was Gatlinburg. Okay, different places. Yes, confirmed. Yeah. Uh, so I've got it on the hot seat. It was so dumb for Big Brother to start the season this late. It's a show that airs normally three times a week, and then you're going to get it going up against football. Dumb, yeah. dumb, yeah. dumb yeah. to do that. Really, yeah, it's really a summer dumb show. to do that. It's supposed to be for the summer. Yeah, they really messed up with that. I think the rider strike had something to do with it. So I've got oh, it on man. the hot seat. If it has a bad season, I'm going to jump off the train, and I may never get back on Texter. So, but the challenge, uh, I will stay on that train for sure. Over oh. under 18 on Trevor's score on the ACT in September. He's taking the ACT. Is that a Rutherford bit? Did he lose? Um, I didn't hear. I didn't hear that bit. Or is that is he doing that, Scoots? I haven't heard that either. But I mean, that's that's two days in a row now. The Texter texted that. So yeah, it must be a thing. No, I, I would, no way. No yeah. way he's going to sit for four hours yeah. and take a test. Not and especially he, the, the reason why he would go lower is just because the reading section, <laughs> like, oh, he, he, he's not, he, he couldn't even get, he wouldn't get through that because. Well, yeah. Let's just re- kind of forget about the number. One, he wouldn't get an 18, even if he was, you know, you, you loaded him up with Adderall before the test or something like that. He's not getting an 18, not to be mean. He's just not. But he's also just not finishing the test. He's not finishing. Yeah. He's not getting through everything. Well, he's and the test was taken early just, in the morning, too. He would have to wake up at 8 just to take it. So 1,000%, he'd just go right down the list and, like, do random letters and guess. I, I, I do think you can, if you just have rudimentary test-taking skills, uh, getting an 18 is pretty easy. Because a lot of it is just. Wow. Shots, list- fi- shots fired at a lot of my college friends. Yeah. Well. A lot of it's just like eliminating the obvious. Like for multiple choice, 
you get it down to two pretty easy just by like, I don't know, like knowing how to take a test, like knowing what they're trying to trick you on. The biggest thing, the biggest jump I had though, was that reading section. Instead of actually reading it all, you just read the first, you read the lead, the first sentence. You just read the first sentence, first and last sentences of each paragraph. That's all you need. All right, we got some clarity on the text line. Somebody texted in and said, someone tried to bet Trevor, and if he lost, the punishment was taking the ACT. And your brother also texted in and said, does the ACT allow cigarette breaks? I think they, I think, <laughs> I think they do, Johnny. Uh, I think they, I mean, they allow bathroom breaks, and what you do at that time, now the issue with Trevor is he'd have to go to the bathroom and want to smoke a cigarette like he was at his own house, so. I don't know if that's, 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 that's one section of the text. Uh, the text <laughs> you know, you know? I, I don't know. I don't know if high schools would would allow that. If this ever happened, he would undoubtedly just guess random letters, get out of there quickly, and then if he somehow did better, like you know, if it if he guessed correctly, he would try to spin that as something he actually did well. Yeah. And then if it went poorly, he would just say that, you know, he wasn't into it. He just randomly guessed. Who cares? It's not going to happen, though. Long story short. Not going to happen. One texter, it's Robert, says, guys, you're doing exactly what they wanted you to do. You talked about that stupid podcast or whatever it is for two two or three shows now. I mean, full well, it's clickbait. You've fallen in their track. You're giving them attention. And that's partially just because we read the text on the text line. Uh, But I'm, I'm, yeah, your your point is well taken, Robert. I'm with you. Yeah, no, th- absolutely. We know what they're doing, but just sometimes it still is a little surprising to the new lows some of those guys have fallen to yeah. with their with their takey well, takes. But especially when Doster has a good take, like his realignment thing, it's it, it was a nail in the head. It's like conference realignment is the most American thing ever, uh, ruining something good just to. Mi- hit some revenue projections for some homogenistic board members. You know, like, it's the suits and the money ruining the fun. It's like, yeah, you're kind of right there. Yeah, but, like, do we know that this is all going to stink? Do we know that this isn't going to be good? Well, I I think the argument is just that, like, you're – the the old school rivalry playing people every year, the sort of fun quirks of college p- football, like a lot of that is going to cease to exist. Like I, I mean, you know, do, throwing L's down like we have for the last ten years, that's probably going to start fading away gradually when that game quits getting played. Right? Like that's the fun, dumb little quirks that we love about this dumb sport that are slowly going to go away. That's that's like one example, but not the best. But I. I I can kind of, I, I, the few, you're right. Like, I think you make a good point, TJ. We shouldn't just dismiss it as being bad automatically, but there is going to be some that's lost all just to, for the sake of increasing the bottom line and more money for these schools. Yeah. But in a competitive world, if you don't have that more money, then you're falling behind and is losing fun, is getting smacked fun, is other, you know, falling behind the national powers fun no it, it's not so this is it's almost like a, a it is a necessary evil i get what you all are saying and like yeah. I, i'm not gonna miss oregon oregon state that, that won't be that like i won't give one crap about that now uk L to bring it closer to home roush you're right that that game probably in the in the next decade that there's a decent chance that that's not going to be on uk's or L schedule there's also a chance that it will be, and there's no point in crying about it until that actually happens. 
But in replacing doing L's down, are we sure that we're not going to have fun doing horns down with Texas coming that's to true. Lexington? That's true. Like, that's going to be cool too. Um, oh, well, like I'm going to miss being able to go to a UK football game in the city of Louisville every two years. But if that means Oklahoma, UK, top 20, top 25 matchup at Kroger Field, cool. I'm in on that. Yeah. And, and that, that's fine by me. I, and really, the, all of this is just like goes for the SEC, adding Texas and Oklahoma makes sense. Oregon and Washington playing in the Big Ten doesn't make sense. UCLA and USC, just from a practical standpoint, like there's nothing about that that makes any sense whatsoever. It's like, wait, you mean you're going to play quote unquote league games against a team from New Jersey? Like that's what, what what's that? They're in the same league. That's just the, the way that the, cook, the cookie crumbles, you know? So it's, weird. it's different experiences. It's maybe bringing us all together, making the world a little bit smaller. Uh, I don't care. I, I, UK's fine. Maybe I'd have hotter takes on it or be more passionate about it if UK were True. in jeopardy to some degree. I get the U of L fans. Uh, they're Roush, U of L has had more conference members than Scoots and Roush has had partners, folks. So I get it. Like the maybe that just the the instability of eh. what conference, what league. Eh. <laughs> eh. Not so sure about that. I get it that that could be kind of annoying, but I don't know. I just look at it differently. Like if can, when it comes to who the SEC is going to add Roush, I think to myself, like, which future road trips could I be making? This could be kind of like, I've never been to Chapel Hill. You know, I probably maybe should have gone back when there was the home and home with UNC, but that could be a fun trip to potentially make in the future. I think UNC is a lock to be in the SEC for what it's worth, ladies and gentlemen, just a matter of time. So I look at it a little differently, but we're also in a different I mean, we're in, a, we're in a safe little safety nest here. Well, here, here is the, the, the Bill Connolly tweet that, like, this encapsulated it all. We're in a world where Arizona could play UCF, but not Arizona State. Oregon plays Rutgers, but not Oregon State. Washington plays Maryland, but not Washington State. Like, that just doesn't like, – what? Why? Well, like, I mean, they can, they, there's always out-of-conference games that they really, really I, want to play. I don't know, but, like, that, that's the whole – like what? That that's why people fell in love with this sport fifty years ago was those fun close rivals. Like those no, were the games no. you got up for. I don't know. I mean, what what close rivalry is the Rose Bowl? I mean, people like that s- game probably more than anyone, and it's not a regional. Yeah, rivalry. but like the the reason I fell in love with the sport was the UK U of L game. You know, like that was the biggest game of the year when we were growing up. That's the one that we were going to go to. I'm not, no, no. And everybody has their own different reasons and rationale. And you're right. A lot of people are being vocal about those regional rivalries being gone. I just, I don't care. I just don't care. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We do need to take one more break, though, right? And then we're still probably not going to read all the texts. We do. And if you need to scramble, uh, well, I guess maybe you're fine. I don't know. If you oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. But shout out to Team Heartfire winning the basketball tournament. That's the team that DeAndre Liggins played for a couple of years ago. And I think he had some contract issues where he wasn't able to get back on, or maybe he wasn't even invited to get back on, but he was one of their better players. So I would find that hard to believe because he's the best defender in UK basketball history. He's just the man. Regardless, they won. He wasn't on the team, though, this year. So no money for DeAndre Liggins. But they were the best team throughout the entire tournament. You could see that bad boy coming from a mile away. But congrats to them. They beat the uh, the North Texas alumni team in the championship. It's a pretty good game, though. Pretty good game. Nice. Congrats to them. One final Second segment. Second green. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call coming up next here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, and Justin.
a darkness inside of me. It wants to get out, wants to walk around. It wants some walking around money, and it wants to buy some shoes, and it wants to, it wants to walk up with the people and say, hey, Gator, don't play no Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You, you feel me? Gator never been about that. <laughs> Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio. Keep all three in mind for your weekend plans. If you're going to go see Barbie or the Oppenheimer movie, get uh, get some salsaritas in you. The Middletown location and St. Matthews, both within probably five, ten minute drives of a, of a theater nearby. Check them out. Delicious chips. Wildly addictive, some would say. Hot spicy salsa and cooked to order meats season to perfection everything happens right in front of your eyes the middletown does have the drive-through which is always nice that's not so much in front of your eyes but everything else though cooked to order not something that's been sitting around for a little while we love salsaritas you will as well also happy national cookie day salsaritas from time to time will have some cookies out there for customers those are good too but national cookie day favorite type of cookie everybody one two Three chocolate, chocolate chip. chip. I heard a lot of chocolate chips. Was that yeah. three? Three chocolate chip? Nice. Was cho- we did it, guys. We did it. <laughs> Let's get back to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. What do we got, Roush? Um, we have a texture who says, uh, can we leave the dream premonition stuff in the past with Oscar? Um, I've, I have. I don't know who brought it up. Was it me? Uh, another John. John says, I think it was John, yeah. Ah, oh, gotcha. Listening to Scoots' tone of voice gets sadder and then slightly passive-aggressive shots at TJ after the sports talker mentioned how cool it was to hear P. Diddy's rejoins is the most underrated part of today's show. Hashtag feelings hurt. I don't recall that playing out like that. I'll have to go back and listen. You're, well, you were just like, well, you know how he did that? Which <laughs> I think we knew that. It was just P. Diddy's were uh, very much ones we either hadn't heard or much more random. Yeah. But we hadn't heard the Gator don't play in a in a while. Either. Yeah, I, re- I love that one. I so realized much. I realized looking at them yesterday that there are probably forty to fifty that I just completely stay away from for whatever reason. So yeah, I'll start mixing those in as well. Why? Why the heck not? You know? Yeah. Why not? Switch uh, it Dexter up. Dexter says on the Thornton's text line, "Not a great look for you in the first segment here, TJ." Yeah, you're in. in not everybody has to agree with me on everything. You shouldn't. You should disagree with me on plenty of things. But words matter to me. Just what a word means should mean something. And uh, words matter. That's all. Uh, I know it's mostly jokes, but it's really difficult. To, is it really difficult to say Zanamir Ivic? Just sound it out, folks. Well, if you sounded it out, it'd be Zivon. Zivon. I'm here. sick. But you it's, may have a tough time at the end there, but no, I I I think it is mostly just jokes, and yeah. also people are just aren't used to saying Croatian names. Yeah, Zvonimir Ivicic. Um, we're excited to have him. Somebody says, "Sounds like Scoots has a case of the old herpesophilitis." Oh wow! Are you feeling any better today, Scoots? A uh, little bit, yeah. My my throat's still pretty scratchy, but. Yeah, overall, I'm pretty good. I don't know what that disease is, though. I'm, I'm assuming that's probably a joke. Uh, it looks like it's a combination of a few different yep. STDs. Oh, yeah. Ah, nice. 
Definitely don't have Bud that. Light, what's that, Scooch? Definitely don't have that. I bet if Bud Light funded an Antifa band to write a song to clap back at Jason Aldean, it would be Nick's jam. Is that, are we still are we still doing Antifa? Is that still a thing, or do they? I think, it's, I think it is still a thing. Yeah. Okay. I. Yeah. I it's get not just uh, an idea. Right. I just I get. Um, I, I don't like. Yeah. Never mind. But yeah, I just didn't know if that was still a thing or not. Um, another texture says Scoots needs to get one of these for his car, and it's a down with the thickness uh, mud flat. Yeah, what happened on Rutherford yesterday? I I had heard that they were talking about me liking thick girls. Did you all hear that or no? Well, they read this text, which was we we thought it was for KRC. It could have been for you know wherever it was. Maybe we just uh, an in the middle purgatory text here. Gotcha. Okay. But they they read it, and then Trevor talked about how he that that you were down with the thickness, as this texture says. Very much so. Yeah. Two C's. <laughs> Hearing the way Rutherford's show speaks about conference realignment compared to KRC is comedy. It's almost like you know Louisville's doomed. Gotta love it. <laughs> but as we talked about, Scoots has had more sleeping partners than U of L has had conferences. So Ayo. we gotta get that on the ledger. Are we sure? They had a lot of. I don't, I'm also curious. Louisville's had plenty. Scoots has had plenty. Ayo, there we go. <laughs> That's what we wanted to head into our weekend. A texture says, Field of 68 has put out an overseas overreaction video for Kansas, hyping up their win in a scrimmage over Puerto Rico. Puerto Good for them. You got you to you love it. Kansas is on fire. Where are they playing? I wonder. Kansas. I guess I could look that up. I saw where Penny lost to a Dominican team. Oh, you hate yeah. that for Penny. Yeah. Just watched 11 personnel with Nick, Adam, and Clark. And man, for the 15th time this summer, I'm absolutely jacked for football season. Sheesh. Sheesh. Clark. Uh, Clark Brooks. He, uh, he's a guy that he does the SEC stat cat uh, oh, analytics okay. stuff. So um, he's gotten much better at instead of just saying the advanced stats, like telling you what they mean. Um, one of them is like what Kentucky do, is worst at against defensively, and that's pre-snap motion stuff or like they're snapping it at the time of the snap. Um, but essentially like last year, Kentucky was the third worst sack team, but they were the second best pressure team. And those turned into the most turnover plays in the SEC. So like uh, it's not just coach speak when they say that sacks don't matter. Uh, he also uh, did a good job of kind of showing you how, like here's what Cohen did well versus Scangarello what you should expect from Devin Leary, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of good stuff in that conversation with Clark if you want to get, get into the, the weeds of things. Beginning to hear rumblings about more conference realignment, what's to keep the SEC from trying to preemptive move of inviting Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina, and Notre Dame to join the SEC to form a formidable super conference? They're great academic institutions, geographically compatible. It would enhance basketball as well, being the northernmost member. How advantageous would it be for Notre Dame to bring warm weather southern schools like Bama, Georgia, LSU, Florida, Clemson to South Bend in late October and November? It would also boost all of their other sports as well. Uh, I agree with a lot. Of, you bring up a lot of good points, Sexter, and I agree with most of them. I, I think if you're the SEC, you should seriously court Notre Dame, and I think if you're Notre Dame, you need to seriously listen to that, it seems a lot of people think the Big Ten has the advantage if, if Notre Dame goes anywhere just because of the geography and the road trips there. 
but a lot of the good, a lot of valid points from this texture, while maybe they would need to think a little differently. Yeah, bad news. Yeah. Notre Dame and UNC will be in the Big Ten when it's all said and done. You heard it here first. No, they're not. No, yes, they Notre will. Dame is, yes, they will. Notre Dame is never going to join a conference. Like, they feel more emboldened now than ever before to not join a conference. Uh, Maybe not for football. I would think. And, like, also, like, I appreciate, like, the texture might be right, but, like, practically, that's just not. I mean, that's not happening in the near future. I mean, it would what, be. What's not? What they just said. Like, you never know. I mean, is the ACC just going to combust? Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Three three years ago, people the, wouldn't have thought that uh, that Texas and Oklahoma would be joining the SEC. Yeah, it broke in. I can promise you the SEC. Years ago. And, and, well, I can it, promise you the SEC's got a plan. Yeah, and and the part of their plan is is like, do we need to add like like the Big Ten is reluctant to do anything? Like they're just kind of like, which is very funny that they're saying like, oh, we don't want to be destructive. It's like, well, you did do the USC UCLA thing, but part of the reason why both Big Ten and the SEC are hesitant, why go add all these schools when it's not going to directly lead to more revenue? Like you're actually taking more revenue away from your schools that you've already promised to them because you're adding more pieces to the pie without renegotiating your TV deal. So like for the Big 12, it, it makes sense because it's like an eat or be eaten. But for the big guys, like they've got their money locked in for the next few years. So I, I, why go out and add more teams to your league and cause a bigger headache if you don't have to? Well, you'd want ideally want teams that would bring money to the conference, which obviously Notre Dame would. They would even be at a point where they would in the in a similar boat where Oregon and Washington are probably going to have to take smaller shares of the pie. Notre Dame would probably be in a position where they could say, "Hey, SEC, I know you split revenue this way. We will join if you give us this." Uh, and maybe they would have the bargaining chips to be able to do that between the two conferences. Notre Dame would definitely be a good add. I, I think UNC would too financially. They're profitable, but you're right. No, you can't just go add anybody because exact reasons that you said. It's gonna you're gonna be making less money by bringing in another member. It, it, there's no reason to do that if you don't have to do that. And now some conferences are in different positions where it's just you need stability, you need schools, and if they can make money, great. If they don't, we don't care so much about that. But the SEC and Big Ten are in positions of we're comfortable, we're happy, we've got all the cards, why make less money if we don't have to? And you're right. Yeah. A texter says, John here, happy TGIF Friday morning. Wow, another week has come and gone. Hey, I agree with Justin when it comes to the college basketball and football excitement. I enjoy college football, and in fact, at least once I will drive from Evansville to watch the Cats. However, I'm doing the same for basketball, plus an extra game. It's just something very special when it comes to Kentucky basketball for me compared to anything else, BBN. So tell me, if you're choosing one to cheer for and it's the last game you could watch, would it be basketball or football? Got to go. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later. John. 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 I mean, it's not a good hypothetical, John. You're making us choose against our own if it's in the, If it's in the fall, if, it's the la if I'm about ready to die in the fall, it's going to be football. If it's the winter, it's going to be basketball. He just simply wants to know if Kentucky's a football school or basketball school. That's it. Oh, yeah. There's just no, <laughs> nothing that we spent all summer talking about uh, last year. Holy crap, that scared me. <laughs> Did you all hear that? What was that? I heard like yeah. a swish. Yeah. <laughs> the AC kicked on and sounded like a dog got shot by a BB gun, which, by the way, <laughs> anybody has a BB gun and wants to shoot a squirrel at my house, please. Um, it's getting in my tomatoes, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm sick of it. 
are you familiar with what uh, a dog shot by a BB gun sounds like? Um, Just interesting you went to that first. Yeah, I mean, I was like eight years old and the oh neighbor did. He was the neighbor dog that wouldn't shut up. Oh, um, Roush. It wasn't me. It was the neighbor. He Roush. was older. I didn't have the BB gun. Uh, another texture says, burning money with it being that cold. Richie Rich style. Um, yeah, they don't care about the electrical grid. We we do need y'all to use your platform to get a nice new Thorns in Lexington. Seriously. Um, which, by the way, I was... Uh, I forgot what I was going to, but the Thorns on Brownsboro Road by the Waterson is the cutest, tiniest little Thorns I've ever seen. It's just like, how do they even, how do they even stick that there? Bargetown Road by the Waterson? No, Brownsboro Road. Excuse me. Uh, oh, it's such an easy on and off. Yeah, well, yeah. But it's, like so four, it's only like four pumps, though. I, I've never seen one that small. Well, there's there's pumps on the side too. Oh, okay. But there's okay. only there's only like two pumps on the other side. It, it you know now that you, now that you mentioned it, it is kind of cute. That's the one I probably go to maybe more than any of the other ones, even the Linden one, just because it's right there. It's a really easy off getting into that Thornton's on little little tougher if you're trying mm -hmm. to get back on the waters in. But I don't normally. I get off there and then go to my office and. Uh, but, and then if I'm go and then I go home, I don't go that way. So don't have to deal with it. Yeah, you're right. Thornton's is the best, folks. Best food ever. Um, the texture says, what kind of salsas do you make, Roush? I don't know. Got to find it out. If you got any recipes, send them my way. DMs are open. Gonna, uh, I, it's going to be a salsa Sunday. I already told my wife we're making salsa. I don't know how, but I'm going to find a way to find a way. Are you all going to dance salsa in between making the salsa? If it's I a salsa Sunday. Pretty girls want to dance and take off their underpants. <laughs> Sorry, I opened that door. Louisville, back to the Big East where they belong. I did have this idea of like oh. an ACC Big East football basketball yes. merger. Yes, cool. it would be so great. 12-team league, football, 20-team, super conference and basketball. be great. That would be, that would be awesome. And then you just have like Boston College at the bot in the basement every year <laughs> in basketball. Just no chance of being any good. But that could be more appealing for schools like a U of L. And then also, I think when all the dust settles on this, the ACC is going to lose schools whenever that day may come. Maybe it's not till twenty thirty six, but it's going to happen at some point. If they if they can limit the bleeding, you could you know try to steal Cincinnati or West Virginia and get them in. And then if you have this super basketball conference, people would want to be a part of that as well. They could keep members like Louisville happy. I think U of L again, I've said it a lot. They should consider going to the big 12, but the grant of rights really has the ACC in a bind here. And it sounds like what's going to happen Roush is they're eventually just going to pay out and it's going to be like an, a hilarious amount of money, but mm -hmm. they're just, that's what they're going to have to do. And then what's going to, what, where's that money? Where, where does it go to? Like the, con or is the, it con just the conferences, new computers, new office chairs, and a new printer. <laughs> a texter says Gatlin Green, Bolingberg. Told you, same place. John here again uh, from Friday. Just wanted to say I'll never quit dreaming. This is what makes life fun sometimes. Also, my dreams are not just dreams; they are what I call premonitions. So, texter, just stay calm and enjoy the stories. One day you'll get my ability in the BBN bloodline. We'll got to go talk to you later. John's on one this morning, folks. <laughs> he certainly is. And so are those South End squirrels. The texture says, South End squirrels are the worst to rash. Maybe we'll fall in and drown in your above ground pool. Oh, he got me. Uh, he got me. By the way, Roush, squirrel season fun. right around the corner, so you don't have to wait long. What's right around the corner? Squirrel season. Dude, you can kill squirrels whenever you want. No. No, you can't. They're pests. No. It's like killing a mouse. Can't do you that. Take them out. Yeah, yeah, you can't. <laughs>
Uh, Roush House, you can, by God. <laughs> That's our show. On Monday, are the women, the American women in the World Cup still? Yeah. USA. USA. I'm going to say way. yeah USA. as well. When do they play? Tomorrow. I think it's Sunday morning at 5 a.m. Oh, okay. I thought it was Saturday morning, 5 a.m. I I think we somebody had said that on this show, and I think it's actually Sunday morning. That was Roush, and he's not a soccer guy, so I'm going with you, TJ. Sunday at five. Okay, Um, I I think could be wrong about that, but plenty of time to watch it. Then maybe even go back to sleep afterwards. I don't know, unless you have a kid. Everybody have a great weekend. Thanks for listening all week. Uh, We did finish the text line. No big deal. Thanks for all the texters. This was a fun week, and we're another week closer to Kentucky football getting started. We can't wait for it. UK Football Media Day. Make sure you're following along with Roush. You'll have all the content and anything else that you're going to want. And we'll see you on Monday. Have a good weekend. Be safe. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. DJ Walter, Nick Roush, Justin K. Oh, I don't care.